welcome to day three of the Pledge Drive, the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive on AM 1160 The Quest. I'm Dave Savage, the production and programming manager here at The Quest. And uh, we got another big hour planned here. Uh, in the studio here this morning is uh, Carissa Signs. Good morning. You know what? And I do this all the time. Try it again. It, it works better. I've tried it both ways with the microphone off and the microphone on. It works better with the mic on. So good morning, Dave. Good it's great morning. to be here. And Father, uh, it, it, your name is intimidating, but I, I know I can do this. Father Neil uh, Dobliwala. Very good. And yes. we'll just stick with Father Neil for the rest of the show here. <laughs> okay, that's, that's fine. And now uh, we're going to get to know each of you in just a little bit here. But first, we'd like to start our uh, each hour off with a prayer. And we're getting some uh, kids from each Catholic school in the Archdiocese. And right now we're going to uh, Regina Chaley School. And Luke should be right here. How you doing, Luke? Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for doing this. What, what grade are you in? I am a senior. Awesome. What, uh, what are your plans after graduation? I'm planning on uh, attending uh, Christendom College. I'm going to work on a theology and philosophy degree. So. Wow, very cool. Very cool. What what are your favorite subjects now in high school? Uh, right now, I'd probably say uh, Catholic doctrine class and uh, advanced American government and economics are my favorite classes right now. I, I'm just guessing. Do I see priesthood in the future here? <laughs> I don't know about that. Whatever the Lord's will, you know, this will be done. So Excellent. Um, that's very true. Well, good. Well, uh, if you're all set to say a prayer anytime you're ready, let's let's go for it. Yeah, I thought it'd be uh, great to start with a prayer to our Lord and one to our Lady. So um, mm-hmm. we can go ahead. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, take all my freedom, accept my memory, my understanding, and my will. You have given me all that I have or hold dear. I return it to you, that it may be governed by your will. Give me only the grace and the gift of loving you, and I will be rich enough. I will ask for nothing more. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tui mulieribus, benedictus fructus centuries tui Jesus, Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nuc et or motis nostre. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Beautiful, Luke. I, I, thanks a lot for doing that. It's my pleasure. Thank you again for having me. Yeah, Carissa, did you want to say something to Luke? Oh, okay, great. Yeah, thanks Thanks a lot. You have a good day, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Right, thank you. You as well. Mm-hmm, bye-bye. That's awesome. I love starting the, the prayer yeah. off with the kids. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, I just want to set the table here. This is the Spring Pledge Drive, the power of prayer for 1160 AM, The Quest. Uh, that's the number to call. Oh, the number to call is 470-508-1160 to make a donation or a pledge. Um, and right now, uh, we have uh, an anonymous parishioner from uh, St. Catherine Siena has offered $2,500 wow. to match. So wow. so anybody who calls in with a $100, it, it becomes $200. That's great. It, it, yeah, it doubles automatically. <clears throat> Excuse me. So... Uh, that's a great thing to do. And I believe I got to double check on this. I should have done it before we started, but I'm pretty sure we got some of these gift certificates left. Uh, so anybody who calls in and makes a donation, um, uh, we've got salt, salt, 
uh, gift certificate, Ty Emerald. Um, we've got Ty House. We've got Reveille and Marietta. Thanks to Eddie at uh, Reveille and Marietta. Nice. So, and those are just some of them. Just mention Chick Fil A. I want to thank Chick Fil A. Hopefully, you two got a chicken biscuit this morning because <laughs> they they supplied us with the uh, the chicken biscuits, and it's the. Uh, uh, it, it's the one right over on Alpharetta Highway and Holcomb Bridge Road. I and they, know been, that one well. Yeah. My yeah. kid goes there all the time. <laughs> it's it's right close to here. So, yeah. yes, I've seen it a few times myself. <laughs> so, anyway, well, let's let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Carissa, uh, good Thank morning. Thank you, Dave. Good morning. It's really great to be here. Father Neil and I are really excited to be participants in this pledge drive this year Um in the power of prayer, um, we're from St. Catherine's. I um, am the development director and music director at St. Catherine's, and I'm here with my pastor, Father Neil. Morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good to see you. Yes, you too. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yes, you too. <laughs> it's a it's it's a really it's a delight to be here uh, for the spring pledge drive on AM eleven sixty the Quest, um, and we're really grateful. Thank you so much to our parishioner um, who is donating those anonymous uh, that anonymous pledge, the matching dollars, dollar for dollar, everything that you call in this this hour will be matched and we're really grateful for that because it's our mission at St. Catherine's to um, spread the word of the gospel and the mission of the quest is doing that in ways that we can't even think about um, and reaching people that we can't reach and so we're really grateful to be to be able to share in that today and I'll just jump in here and say that the the that $2,500 is only good until nine o'clock uh, so it's for this hour only. Okay. So uh, we'll, you know, just so get your pledges. In, exactly. People. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, and and the power of of prayer has been um, on my heart a lot lately, uh, just throughout COVID and then throughout um, throughout this last year. I have four kids, and if without prayer, I don't think I would survive as a mom. Yeah. No. <laughs> every, every single day. <laughs> Um, and I was, I was telling, um, Dave before we started and that I was remembering about two years ago, uh, on this day. Well, not about exactly two years ago. And I'm sure all the people in Atlanta can remember we had just received the news from the archdiocese that we were going to be closing down all the parishes to public mass and public, um, devotions. And it was a really sad time. It was actually mm-hmm. for our parish. It was on St. Patrick's Day that we, we kind of came to that decision, right, Father? Yeah, I believe so. And I remember we had one more staff mass that you said you would offer. And so just our staff went into the church and um, a couple of parishioners wandered in and and that was our last mass. And I I won't I don't think I'll ever forget that day. It was just a it was a really somber day. uh, And there was this sense of um, profundity that that we were going to need prayer a lot um, over the next few months. Well, I'm grateful that we're back yeah amen yeah and uh you know even in the midst of that sort of shutdown we were still celebrating mass obviously privately and live streaming but uh yeah just to be able to come back in person and um yeah to be together and to offer mass as beautifully as we do at saint Catharines and offer the liturgies you know together with music and uh just uh to, to really be there as a community is so important. And so I'm just grateful to the Lord that we've been able to weather this storm. And, yeah. um, yeah. And I, I was, it actually popped up on our Facebook page the other day that it, leading up to this day, we were doing some outdoor things, including, um, we did a, a rosary to the blessed mother, just asking for a pr- protection. Mm-hmm. And this hour, what we wanted to talk about was, um, actually 
um, Marian devotion. Right. And I am a convert. I don't know if you know that father, um, to the faith. And, uh, <laughs> I know that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that was just a joke. And, uh, one of the things when I was really, really little, so we were Baptist and then Presbyterian. And anyway, it's a long story, but, um, my mom, who ended up having a great devotion to the Blessed Mother, um, I remember this so distinctly. It was about, I was maybe between three and five. Who knows? And she was, we were driving and we passed by a Catholic church in our little town. I actually lived in Tyler, Texas, which is super Catholic now, but um, mm. wasn't then. And there was one little Catholic church and it was gorgeous. And I looked at it and my favorite movie was Sound of Music. And so I, I had this, this fascination with the Catholic church, but we weren't obviously Catholic. We were kind of like close to anti-Catholic. And my mom drove by and there was a, there was a statue of the Blessed Mother out in the front. And, uh, and I said, who is that mom? And she said, oh, that's the Catholic church and they worship Mary. <laughs> and I said, what? Like Jesus mom, Mary? And she said, yeah, it's really not good, Crystal. We need to pray for them. And so I did. And I, so fast forward, you know, almost 20 years um, and we became Catholic as a family. And I remember still having a hard time, not, not that I didn't love the Blessed Mother, but just understanding the mm -hmm. devotion to the Blessed Mother as a Catholic. And I, and one of the first books I ever received as a mom was, um, bleeding your child to Christ through Mary. And I remember just fe feeling like it was foreign. And so I thought that this hour, maybe we could chat about that and about, um, about Mary and devotion because I'm, I mean, I'm I'm more familiar with it now, but I'm certainly. Yeah, of course, of course. I have to tell you a funny story real quick, though, um, with regard to the statues. Maybe you've heard this story before. I think it was Patrick Madrid that was telling the story about how he was going to be debating this Protestant pastor. And he picked him up from the airport and they were going to the venue. But he made a point to take him by this church. I think it might have been Our Lady of Lourdes. And they had the scene. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, where St. Bernadette is kneeling, looking up mm -hmm. to this uh, Our Lady of Lourdes, you know, with the, uh, familiar with the apparition. Yeah. And um, he took him by this uh, scene where the two statues are there. And he said, see, even our statues worship other statues. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so he was being kind of cheeky, obviously. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, so I... I love Our Lady, and I'm I'm really happy to be able to speak about her when we have an opportunity. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Before we get dive really deep into that, we just want to remind everyone one more time to call in this hour to four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. You can also download the Quest app, the uh, the Quest Atlanta app. That's how actually how I listen to the Quest. It's super mm -hmm. easy. The the quality is great. I love apps and I love podcasts, and so I just listen right from my phone. You can donate right on the app. Um, we are looking to raise at least uh, $2,500 because we have a matching dollar for dollar grant for this hour from a, a St. Catherine's parishioner. Thank you so much um, for that $2,500 matching gift. And please call in or donate on the website or donate on the app. Mm -hmm. I have a friend uh, just along that subject. Uh, he lives in Richmond, Virginia, not Catholic, but we're working on it. All right. Uh, but he, uh, he was listening yesterday on the app and he said, it, it you know with the bluetooth in oh, his yeah. car he it's said it's great. just it's just like i'm listening to the radio it's he said wonderful. it wasn't cut now wasn't yep. fading yeah so yeah, I love that. that's the way to do it mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So Father, um, you have a deep devotion to our Blessed Mother, and you've spoken about her many times, and you have certainly led me to Mary, to love Mary even more. Want to talk just a minute about that? Sure, sure. My own devotion to Our Lady, I think, developed certainly as I was discerning my vocation to the priesthood, um, and they kind of happened, uh, you know, at the same time. Um, growing up, I don't, I don't think I really would say that I had a, a particular devotion to Mary. Although, as a family, we'd often pray the sure. Rosary together. Growing yeah. up, when we were little, and I think my my mother sort of gave up on that because it became difficult with three boys to to manage <laughs> us during that time. But, really, um, can't imagine that. But uh, my mother tried to instill a devotion to Our Lady, just especially through the Rosary, uh, in us. And um, it's beautiful. She still prays the Rosary every day. Um, mm-hmm. But when I started discerning my vocation, the priesthood, and was uh, just deepening my own spiritual life, Mary became a very, very important part of that. And I made a commitment to pray the rosary, at least you know, one set of mysteries each day uh, when I started seminary. And, and probably a, about a year before I even went to seminary, I made that commitment. And praise be God, I've, uh, I've kept that commitment every day. And um, I know Mary got me through seminary and I was grateful. I went to Mount St. Mary's seminary, uh, which really a beautiful uh, place of uh, Marian devotion. Um, I'll talk about that maybe a little bit later on. Uh, But as a priest, I am constantly turning to our lady and she's definitely, um, uh, you know, my mother uh, and my spiritual mother. And it's such an important part of my life as a priest for sure. How did you, I mean, I know, I know what you're saying and it makes sense but it it's hard for me sometimes to wrap my brain around really adopting her as my mother mm-hmm. and i know i need to um but i it, it's it's a challenging sort of concept mm-hmm. how did you dive into that well i think as i began to study the faith more just at a sort of objective level we can see how god very clearly has expressed his desire that Mary would be our mother. So mm-hmm. simply being obedient to God's will um, is one way of looking at it. And just theologically, we can see this in so many ways, just even in the Old Testament with what's called typology, how we see so many things or persons or um, events even in the Old Testament point to Mary in very clear mm-hmm. ways. Mary is the new Eve. Mm-hmm. Mary is the new Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary is the, the queen mother in the Old Testament. We see mm-hmm. the, the queen mother, right? And the, the mother queen mother the who king, is the right. mother of the king and who has this intercessory power, you yeah. know, right? Um, and advisory so, power too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so just even growing in our faith, we see it's clear that God wants Mary to be an important part of, of salvation history. And then in the New Testament, all over the place, we can see how God has uh, intended for Mary to play an important part, not just in salvation history, but in our personal salvation and in our devotional lives as, as Catholics, as, as Christians. Right. So coming to a deeper understanding of that certainly helped me in growing in my own personal devotion. Mm-hmm. So when you speak to Mary um i uh, not to get too personal yep. but how do you do you ask her do you ask her for intercession or do you ask actually ask her for graces well um i think in some way they're the same thing um right where mary can do nothing on her own right and we see her whole 
life is about pointing to Jesus, mm-hmm. right? She's like the moon. She reflects the rays of the sun and she um, brings, you know, many ways uh, you know, we could describe her similar to the priesthood. I don't want to say something theologically incorrect for sure, but um, Mary's whole mission, just like the mission of the priest is to bring Christ to us and to bring us to Christ. Mm-hmm. And like the moon, she reflects the rays of the sun, right? She can do nothing on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, but her whole mission is to draw us to her son. Right? And she does this in so many ways. And, and um, to see her as a mother, right, being Christ's mother, obviously, she's mm-hmm. the mother of Christ, the mother of God. Uh, we see that she is particularly close to him. And she wants us to have that same closeness and that same intimacy as mm-hmm. she does. Um, and so, once again, just understanding her mission and even theologically how God was preparing her for this mission. And it's rooted in the fact that she was being prepared since her conception, right? Mm-hmm. What we believe about the Immaculate Conception, in that very moment of her existence, God was preparing her to be his mother mm-hmm. and to play this important role in salvation history. And then in the, in the salvation of every Christian for sure. Yeah. As a, I, I again, I, I'm, I've worked on, on relating to Mary, over the years more and more and this is sort of uh i don't know a little bit more pop culture i guess but one of this it's just amazing how god uses even the media like the quest actually Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but one of the most distinctive memories i have of of really attaching to mary is watching the passion of the christ for the first time after i became a mom myself and it, there's it's my favorite scene in the passion of the christ that sounds a, that's a weird thing to say about the passion of the christ but right. um, <laughs> you connect with it yeah mm-hmm. i definitely it definitely resonated with me and it's the scene um when jesus is on the way to the mm-hmm. cross you probably know what I'm about to say when I knew right when you yeah, started. Yes, that uh, when when he falls, I think the first or the second time, and Mary has the flashback to when he was little. I'm going to get choked up if I don't if I'm mm-hmm. not careful. And she flashes back to when he was little, mm-hmm. and he falls. And I I related to that in that moment so distinctly, and every mom does, I'm sure, because you don't want to see your child fall. And so every time we pray the Stations of the Cross, and Jesus mm-hmm. falls, I think about Mary and her remembering her baby mm-hmm. um, falling and wanting to pick him up. And, uh, and so that's it. So that you're right. If you, if you just, um, sort of attach Mary's love to Jesus, you can relate to Jesus even more. Mm-hmm. And she's pointing to him in that way. Mm-hmm. And that's a, an avenue for me anyway to get, yeah. to, Ma- to, yeah. get to Mary and Jesus. Yeah, and the church has given us so many beautiful devotions to be able to sort of foster that really filial devotion, uh, to Mary. Even the rosary, I, I like to kind of give the image of just, when you're holding the rosary, it's like you're holding Mary's hand, like kind of you know, mm-hmm. growing up as a little baby, mm-hmm. you know, as a little child, uh, mm-hmm. you hold your mom's hand. And it's yeah. a beautiful thing to just think about while you're praying and um, trying to be close to Mary as your mother. Um, even the language, I, uh, once again, not to get too personal, but I, I try to kind of use very familial language, even with Mary. And I'll refer to her as mom, you know, when I pray. And, uh, uh, you know, I think that's really what God wants. Once again, I mean, she is our mother, um, just like we are, have our own, you know, biological mothers, hopefully yeah. who we have a close relationship with. Um, and Mary loves us even more than our own biological mothers do. And um, so to have that really personal familial relationship 
I think certainly is is what God desires for us. And mm-hmm. once again, just like I think our mothers would say, what's the most important thing that I want for you is your salvation. Yeah. And I want you to, to live with, with Jesus forever. And that's what Mary wants more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. And Father, I, I, the, the, you mentioned a little while ago the, uh, the sun and moon analogy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's just a great analogy, you mm-hmm. know, that he's the light and it, yeah, perfect. Yeah. I, I wanted to jump in here too, just because, uh, we're getting, so many donations here and Aww, I, I love everybody. it yes so i want to just thank some of these yeah. people if uh let me just uh jump over here to the uh, call center and uh mention some of these people uh, the cameron family uh in honor of uh regina chaley academy oh, great yeah absolutely uh david from roswell in honor of john gordon and craig weismeyer they're the ones that do the family room oh yeah along okay. with mari great uh on wednesdays uh june from uh, coming has donated uh, Marilyn from uh, that's in honor of uh, uh, Clements and Guilfoyle who were on yesterday uh, Stephanie and Jim uh, Tremonti yeah yeah from uh, <laughs> thanks Deacon Jim in, in, well in, in, in honor of uh, Father Neil and Carissa oh, yeah, for all you, you for all you do at St. Catherine Parish yes. uh, also Sherry from Ackworth we got Andrew uh from uh, Ackworth, and he says, "We love our parish and school. Thank you, Father Neil and Carissa. Mm, thanks, <laughs> so guys. Thank you, you. you two are just loved there. Well, <laughs> Father is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Avian uh, from Kennesaw. Oh, thanks, Avian. Also, uh, thank you for the pronunciation. Yeah. Also, uh, Rose in honor of Saint Catherine and uh, Sharon." In honor of Father Neil and Carissa, Thank you. and uh, yeah, so that's that's about it for right now. So let's close that up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I just wanted to jump in and say Thanks. that. And and the cool thing is, I mean, we've got we've got a lot there, uh, which is great. But we need more, and we've still got that twenty five hundred dollars uh, from an anonymous uh, parishioner from Saint Catherine Siena. That's so awesome. the, the twenty five hundred dollar match. So each all those names I just yeah. read. Each doubled. person, yeah, it, they're doubled. They just got doubled, just like that. Just like that. That's the best money we made all day. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And and I I want to mention one other thing that that the quest is one hundred percent listener supported. Like yeah. w- without these donations, this is why we do this. Yeah. This station would not. I, I'm serious about this. It would not be on the air without the donations. And it, you you think about you know I mentioned this earlier in the week, but um. $36,000 a year just for the electricity bill at the yeah. transmitter site. Hmm. Just just to have it. That, that doesn't count any programming going there. That doesn't count the lights here in the studio, which, yeah. by the way, we were talking about this before we started this morning, that it, it, it's like, I would love to have nice track lighting in here, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but we've got these fluorescent lights and the, and the studio is very modest. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's nothing elaborate about this in the least. We've got a beautiful chapel right on the other side of this wall yeah. that adoration is going on right now. But we, 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 we everything is very modest. We've got all volunteers, a uh, couple employees, but for the most part, it's volunteers that are doing this. And so when when you donate money, it really we make it work. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we do yeah, the most with it. You're definitely good stewards of mm-hmm. the donations that you receive. And, and we're really grateful that the Quest exists. I mean, both of us remember Atlanta before the Quest. And um, and it's nice to have an, an answer to all of the other media that is coming into mm-hmm. our brains all of the time. And it's on the radio waves. It's really nice to be able to turn the dial or turn on your app yeah. and um, and and receive some good evangelization and spiritual formation. And the other the, locally, like the media that you mentioned that you know you know their motto if it bleeds it leads yeah you know whereas we we're the good news here yeah you know the the, the good news of christ the good and someone already bled for us yeah exactly <laughs> that's, oh, that's right. very true very true so anyway uh if, if you'd like to join the people the list of people i just mentioned uh we would love to have you help out as well call 470-508-1160 you can log on to the questatlanta.com or like chris has been saying download the app Quest Atlanta app and uh, go ahead or you can go right on to the website at Mm thequestatlanta.com that's another way it's nice to have that on your desktop I we have a friend uh, who is listening I think on her desktop right now she's doing some data entry Um, Beth Palacios works in our office with us and she told me yesterday that she's going to be listening this morning so hey Beth Uh, and hopefully that's a daily habit for her well (laughs) when she she works with us Monday Wednesday Friday and at the front desk and that is a thankless job at the front desk of a parish office I think sometimes it mm-hmm. it is tough work and very busy but when she on Tuesdays and Thursdays she's doing data entry somewhere else and okay and so she can listen there excellent <laughs> so we are talking about marrying consecration now real quick do we have a break coming up soon uh oh I didn't thank you for uh, sure. that's really supposed to be my job to keep an eye on that <laughs> before we dive too deep into something else I wanted to that's make right sure. well, I'm glad you caught that uh yeah so we'll we'll uh, continue this conversation in just a little bit here on AM 1160, The Quest. You're listening to AM 1160, The Quest, and this is our spring pledge drive, where the theme is the power of prayer. Keep listening for more stories of inspiration and hope through the power of prayer. After hearing these stories, if you're moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. That's the In today's world, cybersecurity is critical for your business. Award-winning Versprite provides solutions to protect your company from hackers. For protection now, see Versprite.com. That's V-E-R-Sprite.com. The Quest thanks Versprite for their support. Hi, my name's Mary, and I'm with my friends... Janie, Rebecca, and Luke. And we're all students at Regina Chaley Academy... In Roswell, Georgia... And you're listening to Atlanta's newest Catholic radio station, AM 1160, The Quest. Listen on air or find us online at thequestatlanta.com any time of the day. We're on The Quest! My name is Father Waldemar Patricia. I am pastor at Mother of God Church in Conyers, Georgia. And here is a prayer for Ukraine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, God of powers, and God of our salvation, 
Look down with mercy and compassion on your humble servants, and out of love for mankind, have mercy on us and on the land of Ukraine. We, who are sinful and unworthy, pray unto you in repentance and with tears. Help us, O God, our Savior, and deliver the land of Ukraine. For you are the health and victory and salvation of them that put their hope in you, and unto you do we send up glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much for your support and thinking about us. Please continue just to pray. God bless you. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. I don't know about you, but I feel like before I had kids, I was going to be the best and greatest mom in the entire world. I had these dreams and these, um, I was going to do crafts with my kids. I was going to be patient all the time and never yell or scream or get frustrated. And then when I had a child, it was much different. I feel like the Lord handed me a really hard baby who was um, colicky and crying all the time. And I realized I, it was just a lot harder than I was expecting. I was recovering from a C-section and I just didn't know what to do. And so I had to rely on him that much more and pray like, okay, Lord, give me the grace. I don't know what this baby needs. Help me, help me in this moment. So if that's you right now, just know you are not alone and turn to the Lord and ask for prayers. Okay. Just ask. He's there. He wants to help. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Vatican Exposition of Sacred Relics includes relics of the Saints Joseph, John the Baptist, and Mary Magdalene, pieces of the wood of the true cross, and over a hundred more. It's one night, March 31st, at All Saints Parish, Atlanta. Find out more at thequestatlanta.com. The Power of Prayer Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to The Power of Prayer on AM 1160, The Quest. Your Atlanta Catholic Radio. That's the power of prayer. And we are back talking this morning with uh, Carissa Sines and Father Neil. Hi, Dave. Hi there. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've just got to look at my notes here. Uh, I'd forget my head if it wasn't attached, but uh, from St. Catherine of Siena. And uh, we're very glad to have you here this morning. We're glad to be here. here. And uh, so you were, uh, Carissa, you were just talking earlier, um, just a minute ago, uh, you were you were talking about some of the expenses we have here at the Quest. Yeah, I actually asked the question, "What does it cost for a day of programming mm-hmm. here at the Quest?" And it costs fifteen hundred dollars. So in this hour, we are trying really hard to to cover more than a day mm-hmm. um, of programming um, for the Quest. Uh, and so I have in front of me their pledge uh, their pledge donation envelope, which I'm very familiar with as a stewardship director at St. Catherine's. <laughs> I have these coming out of my ears and I'm always grateful for them. And I, and I always, you know, I, 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 it's, it's all, uh, it's always a weird thing for a lot of people to ask for money. And I think that it probably is a weird thing for most people to ask for money, but I have found in the church that it's, um, 
it's an honor to ask for money. I really do feel that way because what we're doing when we ask for people to be good stewards of, of the gifts that God has given them is to give back to God what, what is his already. Mm-hmm. Where, and it, and it does our souls so much good when we just detach from, um, from all of our possessions and realize that they're not ours, that they are, that we are just entrusted with them on this earth. And that goes, that's everything. That's, that's the money that we have. And it's the air that we breathe. It, it blows my mind. Paul Thigpen used to say all the time, you know, if God just stopped thinking about you for a second, you just would cease to exist. Yep. <laughs> and so God is thinking about all of us all of the time. That blows my mind. And so, um, with stewardship, I think it's, um, it's, it's, I'm grateful whenever I am given the opportunity to give whatever it is that I can give. And so we are asking you today to consider giving to the Spring Pledge Drive at, at the Quest and help them continue their work to spread the news of the gospel and to uh, and to save souls. That's what they're, they're in the business of saving souls. So there are... An, uh, well, I was just going to yeah. say, and don't forget, too, that... Uh, th- we still have... Oh, yeah, matching dollars. Yeah, exactly. We still have... So thank you so much to the St. Catherine's parishioner who donated $2,500 this hour um, because they love Father Neil so much, <laughs> like we all do. Um, I, I bet you're loved, too, by this person, yes. whoever it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're grateful. We're really grateful. Dollar for dollar, everything that you donate this hour will um, be matched. And so your gift of if $20 monthly donation. So that that monthly donation so helpful mm-hmm. for them to plan their operating expenses for the year. We know what that's like at St. Catharines. We call that tithe, but mm-hmm. they need a monthly donation. Um, and so they have, uh, let's see, three different levels. You can do a sh- a $20 monthly donation of share the vision and be belong to that club. Or you can do a dollar a day club for $30 a month. Um, or you can become a station guardian for a hundred dollars a month. And, uh, if you think about what that actually equates to in your monthly budget, it's a drop in the bucket for you. And it means mm-hmm. a ton for the quest. So if you, if you can give it one of those levels that I know they would be so grateful and it's so easy to give, you can sign on to the questatlanta.com. You can download the app or you can call in to 470-508-1160 like a bunch of our friends are doing. Dave, do we have any more? yeah, it's blowing up. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. You you are very. Do you want you want me to thank yeah, some of these people please. right now? Let's do that. Uh, so we've got uh, Mandy in Woodstock in honor of Father Neil and the beautiful work he does at St. Catherine's. Thank you, Mandy. Uh, we got Susan in honor of Father Neil and and uh, and Father Valerie uh, from Kennesaw. Uh, we got Bobby uh, in honor of Father Neil and Carissa. Thanks, Bobby. Uh, Bobby. We got Sandy and Mark. In honor, oh, thanks, in honor of Father thank Neil you. and Carissa. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Gregory uh, to the priest sisters and staff of St. Catherine's. Oh. Um, we've got Kelly and Greg in honor of Father Neil and Carissa. We've got John uh, in honor of uh, Father Neil. Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Joseph. Uh, uh, St. Catherine's is, is wonderful. Father Neil is a true shepherd of his flock. Amen. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you... Two are obviously very well loved at, at the parish, so that's that's excellent. That we good. have an amazing parish We're we and do. an amazing we community. Truly. So yeah, so we've got like twenty minutes left for that okay. match. Twenty five hundred dollars still on Thanks. the table. Thanks everybody. Mm-hmm. 
So we were talking before the break about um, devotion to Mary and something I've always been interested in and I haven't ever done is a consecration to Mary. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about that? Just I, I don't know much about it. I, I, I've 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 witnessed it. I've witnessed other people going through it, but I've never done mm-hmm. it and I don't know much about it. Sure, sure. Well, when we talk about consecrations in, in general, what we're talking about is specifically setting something apart for a sacred mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about consecrating a church or consecrating an altar, or, um, even consecrated person, right? Like yeah. a religious, um, you know, they're set apart in some way for some sacred or holy purpose. So how does that relate to consecration to Mary? Well, I think we can think about it in terms of setting ourselves apart um, and and giving ourselves really to Mary in a sp- in a special way and allowing her as strange as it sounds to to use us for a holy purpose um, and once again that might sound strange but if we think about it in terms of you know, Mary having this unique intercessory role and this unique power right that God has given her um, what we're doing is we are offering Mary our lives uh, and our merits, our prayers, to sort of use however she sees is the most effective. Um, and a lot of people sort of bristle at that, thinking, well, if I pray for this, but if I, since consecrate my life to Mary, and if I pray for specific intentions, does that mean that Mary's going to decide, well, I don't want this, you know, uh, as God answering the prayer, but this is what I think needs to happen. And a lot of people kind of are concerned that, well, I mean, I, I want the things that I want to pray for. Right. (laughs) Um, But we have to, when we're consecrating ourselves to Mary, it's an act of faith, recognizing that, that Mary knows better Better. than we do. Right. What really we need even, and what's, what's best and how to best use our prayers. And so it's an act of entrustment. uh, Once again, of our, of our lives, of our prayers, of our merits, uh, to Our Lady, and really entr- trusting that that she is going to use our prayers, and and they'll be more effective even than they would be on our own. Yeah. Um, and you know, in the end, what we're doing is um, entrusting our lives to Mary, who, as we said before, wants nothing more than to lead us to her Son, right? And so, using even our prayers in the greatest way that will attain to our salvation and the salvation of the most number of people. Um, so that's really what we're doing when we're consecrating our lives to Mary um, is once again, giving our lives and entrusting uh, our lives to her and, and trusting that our prayers will be as effective as, as possible because you know it's Mary who is truly sort of using all of these things for the greatest glory of her son. I want to, I want to ask you some questions about, or just let you speak a little bit more about the specific types of consecration, but you made mm-hmm. me think of a question, um, which I think you're right. And it sounds like something that, I mean, hopefully all of us can do at some point in our, our faith journey is just sort of abandon ourselves to the will of God. And, and, th- and through Mary, it, it seems like it would be a little bit easier to 
to to relinquish that control because mm-hmm. for sure they'll know more than we will right mm-hmm. about what's what even if we're praying for a specific thing you know hopefully either that we're, we're if we're abandoning ourselves to the will of god then hopefully we're we're are, are, we're in line with that so our prayer is mm-hmm. going to line up anyways mm-hmm. but um even if it's not then oh please just do whatever it is right lord because mm-hmm. i well, if what if, if if it's what i want it's not going to work but um can can someone so i heard a, a priest um acquaintance once to say that when uh when his mother was uh pregnant with all of her kids she uh prayed consecration prayers for her children and consecrated them on their behalf um to marry before they were even born is that something you can do sure sure and, and the the way i describe consecration is one way of looking at it but in more general terms is consecrating uh to marry maybe could be seen simply as really offering this child to marry and asking for her special protection mm-hmm. too, and for her prayers and, and really committing this child to, to Mary's intercession and her motherly care. And um, so, you know, in the, in that way of looking at it, certainly consecrating somebody else, you know, a child to mm-hmm. marry is, is certainly a valid thing. Um, but it's not old Testament. Like you're going to take my child and be, you know, go to the temple, right? Yeah, it? no, no. <laughs> uh, but, but it's uh, beautiful, yeah, though. I yeah. mean, I I wish I had heard that before I had all of my kids, but um, because I think it is, there's something really special about that, and mm-hmm. I think it's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So, marrying consecration. Mm-hmm. There are different types. I've read. I I know there's several different books, and you yeah. Know, well, um, I'd say there's really more different kinds of preparations for okay. consecration. I mean, consecrating yourself to Mary, I don't know if they say there's different type. types, okay. but um, there's different saints who have developed ways of preparing to make the consecration. Mm-hmm. Probably the most famous is St. Louis de Montfort, um, total consecration mm-hmm. of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Um, and then St. Maximilian Colby had a preparation. Uh, and then uh, more recently, Father Michael Gately mm-hmm. uh, wrote the, the consecration preparation, 33 Days to Morning, Morning Glory. Glory. Yeah, it's a pretty popular book, one. Yeah. Um, I've never done the Maximilian Colby one. I've done the St. Louis de Montfort and the 33 Days to Morning Glory. I've done that one a few times. And um, the, the de Montfort uh, preparation is quite, quite honestly, kind of tedious it's a lot of litanies and uh, as you go along in the preparation the 33 days it gets more and more extensive with the prayers and the litanies Mm. that you pray and um but it's it's a beautiful sort of sort of almost penitential i'd say preparation for making the consecration but then saint louis uh, de montfort also has some beautiful theological reflections on Mm. the blessed virgin mary as well uh, on the rosary uh in particular so it's it's really a beautiful way to make sure that you are um, making that consecration as fruitfully as possible by going through the preparation period, typically 33 days. Um, but you can certainly make a consecration to Mary without doing that formal preparation as well. Oh, okay. Um, I want to get back to that in just a second because I had a question about that. But 
Before I do, I want to just stop for a minute and remind everyone that we are here on the Spring Pledge Drive at The Quest at AM 1160. We are so grateful. Father Neil and I are so grateful to be here and be part of this amazing mission that The Quest is doing um, in Atlanta. We're grateful for their presence in Atlanta. We need them to continue to evangelize and to spread the word of the, of, of the power of prayer. Um, without something like The Quest Atlanta, um, I don't know... Um, if we would have the reach as a diocese that we do um, to reach all kinds of people in all walks of life, of life, even non-Catholics. And hopefully there are non-Catholics right now that are listening to this kind of foreign subject, just like when I was little and, um, and, and we, 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 we didn't have a devotion to the Blessed Mother the way that Catholics do. And, and maybe they're wondering, you know, what is this Marian consecration thing? And they're still listening. If you are, we're grateful that you are here. And that's the power of, of prayer. And it's the power of um, the new evangelization and what the Quest Atlanta is doing. Um, so we want to invite you right now to consider um, helping the Quest continue to offer amazing programming for our, uh, their listeners um, who can literally be all over the world because of mm-hmm. uh, the amazing things that we have now at our disposal with apps and um, websites. So if you are listening and you are able to um, offer back to the Lord some of the gifts that he has given you, please call 470-508-1160 for a few more minutes. We have a matching gift from one of our amazing parishioners at St. Catherine of Siena in Kennesaw. Um, dollar for dollar, your gift will be doubled. Um, so please consider calling in and giving at one of those monthly donations of 20, 30, 100, or any amount that you have, or a, a one-time donation of $1,500. If you are of a mind to, will fund a full day of programming at the quest uh and 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 we are hopeful and grateful for your support so one more time that's thequestatlanta.com you can donate right on the app you can donate by calling in at 470-508-1160 and i just want to mention the match money that's on the table for what uh, till the top of the hour here and we have about six hundred dollars left. Six hundred. Yeah. Okay. So right. well, it, get on it. I don't want to leave any of that. Yeah. Please. Unused. Please, please <laughs> so consider may- if you've been sitting on it. Exactly. If you have been wondering whether, well, now is the time. It absolutely <laughs> is. No, no donation is too big, too small, whatever. It, anything is greatly appreciated. So thanks, everybody. So um, back to Marian consecration. Um, is there a specific? Okay, two questions. One, um, how long does it take? Typically, I know you, uh, the days are 30 or 33 days, but how much time a day should we, I be thinking about devoting to this? And then is there a time of the year? Like when you said it's very penitential, if we did the St. Louis de Montfort one, I thought, well, we're in Lent. We probably have close to 30 days left. We actually have exactly 30 days left. It says <laughs> Easter is April 17th. Now yeah. I think about it. So or so normally you would it. make a, a consecration on a particular Marian feast. Oh, okay. Um, so the Immaculate Conception or the Annunciation or the Assumption. Yeah. Um, so there's a, even, I think some of the preparation books, they have a actual calendar of the Marian feast and then what day you should begin, um, the preparation, uh, once again, typically 33 days before. Um, but you can certainly, Easter's a great feast. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's a a wrong time to make a Marian consecration, but traditionally it's done on a, on a Marian feast. Um, so I've done it, um, yeah, on 
the Immaculate Conception, yeah. typically, uh, or the Assumption. Uh, Assumption, yeah. Assumption yeah. is a big day in your life. It's a big yeah, day in my life. Yeah, we've spoken about that for yeah. yeah the, just a couple of big events in my life. I remember August fifteenth, uh, the day that I moved as a child. It was a pretty uh, important time in my life transition in my life when my family moved from i was born in toronto canada we moved to atlanta on august 15th uh, 1991 and then august 15th 2002 was the day i remember i went i left atlanta to go to seminary yeah. um i was joke i was struggling in my vocation at that time and got there to the seminary and i decided i wasn't going to unpack my suitcases because <laughs> i wasn't so sure that I wasn't just going to turn right back around and come back home the next day but I really, uh, thankfully, um, our lady really, I, I felt her intercession uh, throughout the, that time I was there and yeah. I really attribute my priesthood to her intercession. August 15th, 1995, my whole family, there was at the time, let's see, six kids and my parents, um, came into the church. We had been receiving, um, private instruction and my dad had been a Anglican priest and, um, so we were we were coming into the church in August 15th. Assumption was the day that they, they chose to bring us all in. So that was, wow. it's always been a really special feast in <laughs> my life too, even though, but even still it was a, Mary was a foreign concept. Like it was just challenging um, to relate to her until I, you know, got a little bit older. And, mm -hmm. um, and so this has been great. It's been really great to, to um, talk about Marian devotions and Marian consecrations and just, so if, we have just a few minutes left. What would you want to say to somebody like me who um, wants to love Mary more mm -hmm. um, and wants to relate to her more? Uh, what uh, I'd say the rosary. I, I pray Hail Marys every day. I teach my children. Mm -hmm. um, but how can I develop that, uh, that kinship and love for her? Mm-hmm. Certainly, the more traditional practices of the church are, are, are beautiful ways to, to grow in our relationship with Our Lady. The rosary, I'd say, trying to pray the rosary well and really meditate on the mysteries. And uh, John Paul II, as you know, wrote a, a, a letter on the rosary many years ago, um, and he has a way of describing uh, the rosary as contemplating the face of Christ in the school of Mary. And so mm -hmm. just to kind of use even your imagination of thinking, okay. I'm there with Mary contemplating these mysteries and, and contemplating the life of Christ. And Mary knew Jesus better than mm -hmm. anyone. And she's my mother, my teacher, right? When you're praying the rosary. So just to kind of really envision that Mary is, you're not praying to Mary, right? She's praying with you mm -hmm. and helping you to pray to her son. Um, and, you know, just using the more familiar, familial language that I spoke about mm -hmm. earlier as well and speaking to Mary in a more extemporaneous way, just a more um, a less, a less formal way I think is important too. Um, and then the Marian consecrations are, are beautiful devotions. There's so many devotions. I could speak about this for, for hours, all the different ways of um, expressing devotion to Mary. Uh, but the Marian consecrations are, are really beautiful ways to really in a more dramatic way, consecrate your life to, mm -hmm. to Mary, but on a daily basis, John Paul II, his motto, remember, to, yeah. totus to us, yeah. totally yours. It was right. really a daily consecration to Mary is a, is a beautiful thing and just mm. a really personal, um, you know, heartfelt consecration to Mary 
uh, is, a, I think, an important thing every day, you know, just to pray. Yeah. And obviously the Hail Mary and Marian hymns as well Yeah, yeah are beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, we have a good tradition at St. Catherine's that mm-hmm. we started um, right, right around the time you came mm-hmm. of, of, of teaching and learning and singing as a parish at all of our mass, all of our weekend masses, the Marian antiphons with the season. And that was something... Mm-hmm. I cared a lot about just doing this, just as a catechetical thing. And mm-hmm. so right now we're in the middle of the Ave Regina Celorum, which is um, beautiful and kind of, I always think it's a little funny that we we pray that during Lent. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, and so, yeah, I guess that's true. And as a singer, I've sung the Ave Maria about a thousand times <laughs> yeah. in my life. So I guess that I, yeah. I have had a devotion, even before we were Catholic, mm-hmm. I guess I've had a devotion. <laughs> to I should have asked you this before. What is your personal favorite devotion to Mary or way to, that you connect with Mary? Um, certainly the rosary, uh, but I, I'd say I, I really love the memorari. Um, oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. It's one of my probably what's one of the last prayers that i pray you know a priest pray the um called compline night prayer yeah. and there's a marian antiphon that you pray at the end of that and i always pray the memorare uh so it's one of the last prayers that i pray every night so, what is it is yeah. it the soup tum presidium yeah, yeah. Presidium. so that's one of the oldest right. marian prayers dating back probably third century um that's on and your the, holy card. Yeah, on my yeah. ordination, priestly ordination yeah. card. Yeah, it's one of the oldest known prayers to our Blessed Mother dating back all the way to the 200s. That's um, a beautiful prayer. Mm-hmm. I love that prayer. Mm-hmm. I don't know that prayer in Latin. I need to yeah. learn it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it in Latin either, actually. <laughs> well, then we both need to learn it. <laughs> at least I knew it at one point. I don't think I remember. I think it but, the, the, it rolls off the tongue beautifully in yeah. Latin. I mean, I've yeah. seen it, so I I need to memorize it. Yeah. Should we take a trip down to the uh down to the call Absolutely. center? Absolutely. And and see what we got coming in here. Um There we go. Uh <laughs> Tobias in Aww, honor thanks, of Tobias. Uh, Thank you for <laughs> helping me out we with know these. these people. <laughs> yes. But uh, in honor of Father Neil and Carissa, thank thank you for all you do at St. Catherine's. Uh, Beth from Kennesaw, in honor mm-hmm. of Father Neil and Carissa thank and St. Catherine's Parish and school. Uh, also, Catherine, um, in honor of Father Neil. She's from Ackworth. Uh, Lawson, in honor of uh, St. Catherine's and our amazing pastor, Father Neil. That's right. <laughs> And also uh, who, the, the Morgan family, yeah. in honor of Father Neil, uh, Valerie, and the sisters, deacons, and Carissa. Thank you. And also uh, Connie and Richard, in honor of Father Aww. Neil. Thank you. They're from Gainesville. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of uh, great, great... Uh, Thanks, everybody. Yeah, yes. this, is, this is awesome to see this. And uh, let me just look at this matching money real quick here. Uh, looks like we have... Uh, what do we... Wow. Okay. We we we're just about out of matching money. Oh, thanks everybody. <laughs> we are so about. grateful. So let's let's yeah let, close let's, it out. Yeah, two minutes. minutes. We've got like yeah. a couple minutes left here. <laughs> let's see if we can we yeah. can hit that goal, everybody. Yep. We're really grateful. We really really are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, Absolutely. Give a call. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Log on to thequestatlanta.com or you can download the Quest Atlanta app. And I forgot to mention this. I I, I should mention this more often, but. Anybody who donates any amount oh, or, yeah. or calls right. in uh, is going to be registered for a chance to win a VIP pil- pilgrimage. 
for two. I mess that word up every time I say it. <laughs> a VIP, but but this is to uh, uh, EWTN in the Shrine of the oh, Most Blessed great. Sacrament. Oh, wow! Uh, or you could win a beautiful piece of religious artwork donated by artist Sally Kazin. We had her mm-hmm. on yesterday. Mm-hmm. She's awesome and uh also a a frame picture of the divine mercy so those are all donate any amount give a call uh and and you're in the drawing for that so we're going to take just a little break here oh yeah go ahead before we close out uh father will you lead us in a marian prayer to thank our blessed mother for um bringing us here today and and letting us have this hour okay very good we'll we'll just uh how about we pray the, the Memorare? Uh, so we pray in the name of the Father, the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Remember, a most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do I come before thee, I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer us. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. AM 1160, The Quest, WCFO East Point, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. Welcome to the Spring Pledge Drive, where our theme is the power of prayer. In this episode of Behind the Quest, we'll get to know some of our many volunteers. Now, The Quest is a non-commercial radio station, meaning we can't sell advertising the same way commercial stations generate revenue. We do get a fair number of corporate donors that we're very thankful for, but the majority of our operating expenses are covered by donations from people like you. As you listen to The Quest, you may not realize the kind of expenses and the amount of work that goes into just keeping this radio station on the air. A majority of that work comes from volunteers. These volunteers. Yeah, I'm Carol Tearsmith. I'm Nick, and I'm a volunteer here at The Quest. My name is Adam Keller. I'm Jack Tyson. This is Paula Krizaniak. I'm Julie Liker, and I'm the Accounts Payable Volunteer here at The Quest. What is it I do here? Well, I guess I've become known as kind of the pledge drive guy, one of the people who is a key player during pledge drive season. I am a graphic designer by trade, and I volunteer at the Quest and offer my skills and services as a graphic designer. I am on the PEP team as a volunteer, parish and event planning. I'm the team leader for the PEP team, a group of volunteers that provide two-way communication with the parishes. We want to know what's going on in the parishes so we can help promote it through the Quest. And we also want the parishes to know what's going on with the Quest so that if there are new listeners out there that haven't been engaged yet, they'll learn what's going on and be as inspired as we are. What I do at the Quest mainly is outreach. And that's sending birthday cards to the priests in the archdiocese. I also do voice acting and voice spots for the quest. Giving congratulatory cards to the RCIA candidates, welcoming them into the Catholic Church, helping out with the pledge drive. Oh, another thing that I do during the pledge drive, I enter all of the donations we get to keep them on a spreadsheet so it can keep people aware of where we're standing in our goals for each hour, for each each day for the whole pledge drive. So that's something that has to be kept up on a um, hour-to-hour basis or minute-to-minute basis. Whatever way that I can help out, I'm always happy to. And that's not all of them. There are many more priests and parishioners from all over the Archdiocese of Atlanta who volunteer their time, too. We are thankful for each and every one of them. 
But of all the hundreds, if not thousands of places they could volunteer, why do they donate their valuable time at the Quest? The team that we have here is just so wonderful, and they're so kind-hearted. And Well, it's a great group of people to work with. It's a beautiful place to come together to evangelize, and I think that's the main thing that's in my heart. There is something really special and holy about volunteering here. Everything we do is Christ-centered, and everything is covered in prayer. Why the quest? I wanted to do something that had as its core Catholicism, a spiritual element to it, anything and everything related to the church, you know, Jesus Christ as its core, all those things pointed towards, at the, at the time I really didn't understand it or didn't connect the dots, but all those things sort of pointed to the quest. I love it here. Everyone here is just truly genuine and I gravitate toward that and it's an awesome experience. We have a chapel here at the studio. It is Our Lady of Fatima Chapel. Mass is celebrated every week in our chapel. The Blessed Sacrament is exposed during the week and we have Eucharistic guardians who come to pray in our chapel. Every day at 3 p.m., we gather in the chapel to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet together. Uh, it's nice to come in here and, and know that there's kind of a safe haven where you can be Catholic and you can talk about things and no one's going to twist your words around and no one's going to be what society is right now. You don't keep coming back to a place for, almost for me anyway, for at least 18 months or so if there's not a common good, if there's not solid people, and there's not a camaraderie that exists to help promote what it is we're all here to do. So let me ask then, if volunteering time at the Quest is so worthwhile, what if I'm a person who finds I have an extra $20 left over at the end of each month? Why is the Quest a good place to donate? What is your soul worth? Is your soul worth $20 a month? <laughs> I don't know why you would. When you do have that access, after having taken care of all of your other responsibilities that God tells us to, it's good to give back. We are called by our baptism to spread the good word. If that $20 can help spread the word in that way. It's a good message. It makes you feel good to be a Catholic, to be able to donate to somebody who you know that they will put out a good message for the church and the teaching. If you give up your coffee or your Netflix for Lent and you've got 15 extra dollars here or 20 extra dollars there, answering your baptismal call through that virtue of generosity can just help pass on the faith. Knowing what it takes pull this all together and be on the air, it's a $20 donation well spent. So for $20 for a month, that's pretty inexpensive. <laughs> for your soul, if it helps your soul, it's helped mine. Well, thank you all for sharing your thoughts and stories for this episode of Behind the Quest. Be sure to call in with your donation at 470-508-1160, or you can do it online at thequestatlanta.com. Or right from your phone, download the Quest Atlanta app to make your donation today. And now back to the Pledge Drive with our theme, The Power of Prayer. That's the 